0: hello hello welcome welcome to the third slash second but technically third but technically second episode of the dutch angle chronicles podcast woohoo thank you all for tuning in and i hope you guys are liking the episode so far um i'm having a lot of fun recording these so hopefully we'll keep this going and see where we end up (laughs) Today we're going to be talking about balancing film school and everything else. We'll talk about online school versus campus school. I've been to both, so I have some experience in both. Some tips on how to stay organized and things like that. Um, How to back up your files um, and how notes are important. Psychology of play, keeping stress down, and things like that. So why don't we just go ahead and get right into it. Starting off with online school versus campus school. I've been on both. I went to the Art Institute of California, San Francisco for a little while, um, about a year-ish. And my experience was pretty crappy, I must say. <laughs> um, I had to take the train every morning to get to an 8 a.m. class. And I woke up and it was dark. And when I left, it was dark. And I had to take the train by myself. and do my makeup on the train when i felt like doing my makeup and i had to walk from the train station to my school which took me about uh it was like about two miles one way uh each direction you know so i was walking a lot i didn't have any money i would literally go buy a box of granola bars and that's what i would eat all day so that was pretty horrible. Um, I would see homeless people on the street and people smoking while walking and smelling urine in the street. It was just (laughs) quite the experience. Uh, My school wasn't terrible. I met a lot of interesting people there and I do appreciate my time there which didn't exactly help me get to where I got to on my online school. But it did help me get out in the world and kind of experience some things. So that was kind of interesting. Campus school is perfect for some people and others it just doesn't work out like it did for me. Um, I went to online and I flourished there compared to going to campus school which made me stressed and depressed and didn't really work too well for me. We got to watch a lot of movies. I got to take a lot of interesting courses like color theory and audio like technology which confused me and I failed that course um, <laughs> but yeah I, I did not enjoy my time on campus that's why I switched to an online film school because I got to work on things at my own pace and it just kind of helped me be the best student that I could be. I finished second in my class Uh, when I graduated which was a really big accomplishment for me and I don't think I would have done that if I were to go on campus and graduate so definitely going online really helped. I went to Full Sail University and I got my bachelor's degree in digital cinematography and it was a lot of fun. Um, They aren't your typical classes you aren't in a classroom per se We did have live classes uh, depending on which class I was in. I would do one class every month and sometimes two and near the end I was in uh, I think five. The workload isn't very difficult at all. I was able to do all of it on my own um, with the help of my cousin and my husband of course I was able to get to where I was in a graduate second in my class. So online school was the perfect fit for me and it is a perfect fit for a lot of people who are working, have a full-time job, or even a part-time job, or have kids or just like me who are more comfortable working online. Moving on to my tips for balancing film school and everything else, whether you're online or you're in campus, I think will help you in some way, shape, or form, so why don't we get on into it. My first tip would be to stay organized. There is nothing more important than staying organized because it will help you turn things in on time, get your projects done, and not have all that stress weighing you down about time management. A really good way to stay organized, which is another one of my tips, is to start a bullet journal. If you don't know what a bullet journal is, it's just a journal where you Can put anything you want to into it and it makes it a lot of fun and I have an amazing time doing it. I would have not been able to get through college if I did not start a bullet journal and it really really helped. I still have bullet journals now even though I'm out of school. I started my fourth one this year and it's been going great and it helps me just be organized and keep on top of everything I have going on. And my third tip, make time for your assignments like you would a job. Keep a schedule because it will help you in the long run. If you aren't getting your assignments done or you aren't understanding the material, you are going to fail. And that's just how it is. And you don't want to do that because you'll waste time, your time, your professor's time. You'll waste money, your own money. And that will only hinder you in the long run. So if you make time for your assignments, it will really, really help you and it's really, really worth it. I never failed a class at Full Sail like I did at the Art Institute and that's because I was on top of my assignments and I treated them with the utmost importance and I recommend that very, very highly because that will give you the most, that will give you the most highest chance of success in school my fourth tip make sure you study before tests I know it's a bug and it's a bother and a lot of people don't like studying I don't like studying but if you study you'll get higher grades it's kind of common sense I know some people are like oh I never studied in high school and I always got good grades but this is college you're paying for your classes now and it's just why would you want to waste your own time doing that and not studying and getting the best grade you can get if you need help of course your students and other students in your class will help you and there's tons of resources online and of course your professors will more than happy to help you so study 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 and my fifth tip have fun and do stuff you enjoy because it will keep you sane make time for your assignments but also make time for yourself and for your social life and for whatever makes you happy because that will really help you feel more at ease and like you're accomplishing more in the long run. I do that now and I've always tried to do that because it really does help. If you can pick up a hobby or let off steam in some sort of way, play video games, watch a movie, watch tv go out take pictures go on a hike collect stamps collect coins do whatever you can go to a bar if you want when the panam- when the pandemic is over of course but go out and have a ton of fun because this is college and you should have fun in college um uh, but do things that make you happy and uh that will help you be more focused on things that you need to get done for school when you get them done. Okay, that was my tips. Now we're gonna talk about backing up your files. Backing up your files is so, so, so important and they taught me this at the end of my uh, college career, which I thought was interesting. Why didn't they teach me this at the beginning? I don't know. But anyway, go buy a hard drive. They are so cheap at Costco. I know Costco is Kind of known for being kind of expensive, but if you go buy your hard drives there they have sales all the time, and you can get really good Seagate hard drives and that's what I use, and they are amazing and they're not that expensive. I know that college students are always trying to save a buck because I was like that for a really long time, <laughs> living day to day, living paycheck to paycheck, and trying to get through it when You've got all these responsibilities and you're out on your own, kind of, even though I was at home. Uh, you're out on your own and you're trying to figure out your life as an adult. And if you go to Costco, you'll save a buck. So there you go. Another thing with backing up your files, if you keep a schedule for when you need to back it up, it'll be helpful. Like if you back it up every Sunday or if you back it up every two weeks or once a month, however long, however often you need it then that'll help you stay on top of it. I'm horrible at this, um, don't get me wrong. Do what I say, not what I do. (laughs) But yes, you need to keep a schedule for when you back up your files, depending, um, this schedule will be depending on how much and how often you have things you're uploading to your computer or whatnot, like how often you're writing scripts, how often you're doing your dailies and how often you're doing pre-production, post-production, all that you want to save. And I still have all of mine from school because you never know when you'll need it for a demo or whatever after you're done with school. And it's just good because if you have a fire or a flood or you drop your laptop and it cracks or what have you, you'll have a backup and you will not be sweating your ass off when that time comes. So please, please, please back up your files. Next thing, always, 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 always take notes. Cannot stress that enough, how important taking notes is. It is scientifically proven that when you write things down, your brain retains them, like a certain amount more. I don't know, don't quote me because that wasn't even accurate. (laughs) But it is a scientific fact that writing things down will help your brain retain that information And that's why people take notes. And it's awesome because you can go back and look at it. Like, I do that still. I took notes all the time in school. And I've had to go back and look at my notes. And it's been a lifesaver. Because you don't have to scour the internet looking for this information. You have it right there in your notebook. And take good notes, too. There's tons of resources on how to take good notes and use a highlighter so you highlight the most important things. Use pen, use pencil, do what you have to, but just take notes because it will help you in the future. The next thing I wanna talk about is psychology of play. A lot of people don't know what psychology of play is. It is a class that I took while I was at Full Sail and it was really interesting. It was like one of the very first courses I took. And it was really cool because it taught me how to prioritize school, but also to prioritize having fun as well. They had us write down a schedule of when we're going to do a certain activity, whether that be our hobby or just relaxing or going out, what have you. And when we're going to do schoolwork and things like that, on what days and things like that. And that really helped me. So if you look this up, it is a thing. Um, You can find tons of resources on that, and it'll go into more detail, but I just wanted to throw that out there because it did help me a lot um, when working in my bullet journal and doing things for school. The next thing I want to talk about is how to keep stress down, and just just so you know, it is okay to be stressed. I know that everyone's like, avoid stress, avoid stress, avoid stress, and then when you stress, you're saying, oh god, I'm stressed, now I'm going to stress out about being stressed, and I totally understand that. (laughs) but just so you know, it is okay to be stressed. Everyone gets stressed sometimes. If you don't get stressed, then maybe you're high. I don't know, but it is okay to be stressed. And I'll tell you how to manage stress. You could meditate, something that really helps me. I have social anxiety and general anxiety disorder, and that means a lot of stress in my life. So meditating has really helped me, and I know a lot of people aren't into it, but a lot more people are getting into it nowadays. And just practicing breathing is a really good way to reduce stress. Here's another thing that's been scientifically proven, if you set times to worry about something, like you're like, oh at 5 o'clock I'm gonna worry about this and I'm not gonna worry about it until then and I'm gonna find a solution at 5 o'clock, then that'll help you in the day not being as stressed because you're like, oh I set aside some time to worry about something and to get to it at a certain time will help your brain during the day saying, oh, I'm okay right now, I'm okay right now, and later I'm going to take care of it and everything's going to be okay. Another thing to help with your stress is to try not to procrastinate. I know that it's such a natural thing to procrastinate, and I procrastinate all the time, but if you try not to procrastinate, It'll lead to more things getting done and less stuff on your plate, which equals less stress. So try not to procrastinate because it will help you. Something else you could do is talk it out, whether that be a professional or a friend or a parent or me. (laughs) Just talk it out because it's going to help relieve that weight off of your chest and you'll find someone that I'm sure has felt the exact same way as you have because everyone experiences stress in one form or another because of one thing or another and we're all human we all experience the same thing and if you talk to someone about it you're probably going to get a lot of comfort and that alone will reduce your stress to know that someone else is in the same boat as you. Another thing to reduce stress is have a hobby, whether that be hiking or fishing or nothing outside because you hate the outside, then just find something to help you calm down and de-stress at the end of the day, whether that be video games or coloring in a coloring book. I know we're adults now, Samantha, why are we coloring in a coloring book? Well, (laughs) that has been shown to help with stress. I do it all the time, and it's so amazing and fun, and it's just a great way to de-stress. I've been working on some furniture renovations right now, I like going on walks, I love playing Animal Crossing on my new Switch, so just find a hobby, whatever that is, and that will help you de-stress. Okay, it's time for everyone's favorite segment, This Week in Film History. I am recording this on January 31st, 2021, and This Week in Film History, we have on January 31st, 1949, the first daytime soap opera on TV aired on NBC, and that was This Week in Film History. Okay, you guys, I'm so happy we got through another episode of the Dutch Angle Chronicles podcast. And tell me, what school do you guys go to? If you're listening to this, you're probably in film school right now. So let me know what film school you guys are in, whether it be in Los Angeles, in New York, in Alabama, in Atlanta, in Las Vegas, wherever. And like mine was in Orlando, Winter Park, Florida at Full Sail University. So let me know what school do you go to? On Twitter and Instagram, we are at DA Chronicles Pod, all one word. And on our email, we are Dutch Angle at gmail.com. So you can contact us either way through those. And why don't you guys subscribe to this podcast? Leave a review, please, please, please. It really helps me out. And I hope you guys have an amazing time in this challenging time we're going through right now, but hopefully things will be turning around in 2021. And this has been the Dutch Angle Chronicles podcast with your host, me, Samantha De La Heron. Have a good time, and I will see you guys next time. Goodbye!